everyone. Before we jump into the episode, we'd like to say that sharing is caring. We share a lot of ourselves with you, so we're hoping that you'd share us with some of your friends. <laughs> There's plenty of us to go around. It's super easy. Here's what we'd like you to do. Reach out to at least five of your friends and tell them to give us a listen. It's as easy as visiting glitterandbegay.buzzsprout.com. Or if they have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Pandora on their phone, simply search for Glitter and Be Gay in the search bar, and then find us under Podcasts in the search results. Let's all spread laughter, joy, and help more people glitter glitter and be gay. Hi there, welcome back friends to Glitter and Be Gay. We're so glad that you're here. What's the type what's the title of our mini-sode? I don't know, what is it? No, what is it, Amy? I can't remember. No, what do we call our mini-sodes? I don't know. Yes! Ask <laughs> Ask a gal and a gay. Are you kidding me? Please tell me you're kidding me. Please tell me that was shtick. Amy, season two. I'm not joking. <laughs> You didn't know what we were doing right now, did you? No. You had no idea no. what we were doing right now. I've had too much to drink and I'm tired. Two trashy users from Pittsburgh, PA. Now in New York City and they met one day. He's a homo, she's a divorcee. It's glitter and be gay. This is a very special episode. Oh, I think, that's why, I think that's why I'm like emotionally blocking it out. Um, we've decided that we wanted to, well, we're very happy back. There's a lot of change that's happened in the last yes. few months. Like and everything lot. we talk about is always so upbeat and silly and stupid. And But I'd be remiss if we didn't bring up some of the tragedies that have befallen yes. us this summer. Yeah. We're going to keep them, of course, still funny because that's what we are. and That's how we deal with our trauma in our life. Right. Make a joke. We make a joke. Um, mm-hmm. Amy, you can start because yours happened first. Okay, so as you may or may not know, I had a adorable little Shih Tzu in my life named Yinzer. He's my first baby. I had the joy of having this dog for 17 years. I know, it's crazy. Um, I, My ex and I got him, obviously, before we had kids, and we got him when he was just, I want to say, like, nine weeks old. He had, like, this hideous, like, overbite kind of thing with his teeth. He had two different colored eyes. He was very, like, quirky. He was kind of like a miserable old man. Um, <laughs> uh, but he was my baby, and he had an incredible life. I would like to think that I gave him an incredible life. And I always used to say... You know, when my dog gets older, if if he's not able to go to the bathroom anymore, like there's no way I'm putting diapers on him and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that fast forward to <laughs> me having every different kind of diaper that you can think of on this dog. Like it got so bad, Robbie, and I used to, I used to come into work and just cry and say to Robbie, I was like, I don't know what to do because it's so bad with the dog but I just could not bring myself to put him to sleep. Like, I just couldn't do it. I, I, I don't know. I, I felt selfish. I felt like a jerk. I felt like I didn't want the responsibility of him anymore. And of course, none of those things were the actual reason. Like, I just wanted to keep him around. Yeah. Like, that dog has heard me cry more than anybody else. Like, <laughs> I, <includes> me. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like... That dog, so many times, I've had, like, major meltdowns here in this house all by myself, and he's licked my face and, like, sat right next to me. Like, there's definitely a void in this home without him. I finally got to the point where I just, 
I, I couldn't prolong it anymore. He was having seizures. He was in diapers full time. Um, he was blind and he was deaf. Like I Helen literally, Keller he just was running Helen around your Keller. House. God love his little soul. Um, it was probably one of the hardest days I've had in a really, really long time. And I, God bless the people who are in my life. Again, we talk about people that show up for us. I mean, my mother from Pennsylvania was here at this house with me went to the vet with me, her and my boyfriend literally stood next to me while I had a major meltdown. I can imagine, imagine me, oh my God, at the vet. It was awful. And the two of them stood there with their arms around me and totally showed up. And, you know, my that dog was a huge part of my mom's life mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she's known him for how long? And He's literally ruined every carpet in her house. <laughs> every single time I took him to Greensburg, the first thing he would do is run into my mom's beautiful house and take a piss on her car- white carpet. I was like, no! <laughs> so he's literally left his mark all over my mother's house. And um, again, my boyfriend, not his dog at all, and treated him like it was his dog. He walked him. He would get up in the middle of the night if I needed help with the dog. Like, just such a great guy and been there in ways that so many other people would not have been there for me for. So God bless Yenzer. God bless Yenzer. 17 incredible years. I, I had that dog and the kids are obviously begging me for another dog. And I'm like, I just, I can't right now. I don't have the bandwidth to, to take on a dog. I don't. And I keep seeing everybody posting their cute pictures on Facebook of their new puppies, and it is so sweet and so cute, but it's a lot of work, and a senior dog is a lot of responsibility. It's them having a lot of accidents, having to have constant care. I I had to have a dog walker come here anytime I had to go out of town. Um, it I actually had to have somebody like that could stay overnight. I couldn't even take this dog to the groomer anymore because he was so frail. So I'm just not quite ready for another another dog in this house. Maybe someday I'd like to have another dog, but it was really traumatic for me to have to say goodbye to that dog. I, I can barely even think about him without bursting into tears. I have a huge picture of him hanging in the house and all his quirky cuteness. Yeah. So... R.I.P. Yinzer. R.I.P. Yinzer. God bless you. So that well, that. In, in true in true Robbie Amy fashion, anything Amy does, any tragedy that befalls yeah. Amy must befall me just a few months. Later. Yeah, we like to mirror each other's <laughs> lives, so then we can be there for each other. That like one of us already knows what the other one went through, so yeah. we like hold each other. Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is fresh too. This is only a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. If you knew me, I had a dog who was my like sidekick for years. I got her got it in two thousand eight. So before I even met you, Amy. Yeah. Like, well, I met you, but um, before we started I rem- working, I together, remember though when I, I got this. Dog. Yeah, I got a dog. Her name was Cher. She was a little fucking diva, and um, she was like my best friend for years. Lived in New York with me. Like was there all the time. Was such a pain in the ass, but was also like the sweetest dog in the world. We um, had such pain in the ass dogs. I think because we're pains. We're in the pains ass. in the ass. So yeah, it was like you, you gotta like have a dog that's and also pain in the ass. So you get like a dose of your own medicine. Yeah, exactly. Like she did not like she had that disease where she hears you but decides not to listen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I also have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have what we call selective hearing. Yes. Um, but she, I mean, she was such a good dog. And recently she started getting really thin, really frail. I went down to my parents' house. She was staying with my parents. She loved the beach. Like she loved being at the beach with my parents. So I was like, you know what? They're retired-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's now retired too. I thought bringing her back to the city would probably kill her. Like I, really fast. And I remember telling you that. I was yeah, like, the more you keep moving her around yeah. like that. Like, because I remember towards the end, Yenzer could not like be taken out of this house. I couldn't even take him to Pennsylvania to my yeah. mom's house anymore. I had to have care for him here if I went to visit them because having them out of their environment is so traumatizing to them. It's like taking a hundred year old woman or man out of the home and yeah. making and putting them in a new environment. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's really traumatizing. So last time I we went down, I mean, the first time before that I was like oh she's getting old and I started like mentally preparing myself mm-hmm. I was like okay I was like she's really old she's a mutt from the humane society I was mm-hmm. like oh. I don't even know but she's a little Jack Russell like beagle like mm-hmm. whip it mix I don't even know what the hell she was yeah um but then um about last couple weekends ago I went down and I was like oh and she was out of it I yeah. knew I knew it was bad because I, every time I went to leave and I'd get my luggage out to leave she would have a fucking conniption mm-hmm. like we had to like wait till the last minute grab our bags and run out the house because she would go crazy when I left I got my bags and put them down and she was just like moping around the house yeah. and I was like okay she's like not all here yeah. she's also <laughs> she's you also, know when you know she was also like having fainting spells because I think she would have trouble breathing and uh-huh. she would just pass out oh my so. god <laughs> And then she'd be embarrassed, and I was like, it's fine, it's fine. Like, just like giving this dog, like, (laughs) therapy. And I finally said to my dad, I was like, Dad, like, she doesn't have quality life. My dad brought a good point up. He was like, "Um, I don't want her something to happen to her where at work. Yeah. And it's her being in pain all day. Yeah. And so my mom called me on the phone, like, two days later, and was like, I just wanted to let you know that. But she just starts bawling. Oh my God. Okay. It's awful. We're going to put Cher down. And I was like, okay. So the next morning, I prepare myself. It's Thursday morning. I, I go. I, I said, I'm not going into work till it's over. It was happening at like 8 a.m. I was like, do you want a FaceTimer? I was like, yes. So I'm like watching the face. My parents are a disaster. God bless my parents for doing this too. Yeah, like, it's so hard. Because this dog was like their dog too. Mm-hmm. My dad like never wanted a little dog until Cher came into the picture. And then mm-hmm. like that dog like mm-hmm. of course cozied up. And of course, we're sitting there. I was like, I was talking to her via FaceTime, and she looked like great in the camera. And I was oh, like, oh, forget it. Forget and I was it. Like, I was like, Man. no, and like hung no, out. no, done. Yeah. And anyway, so she went away. What was really great is the place they went. Um, I have to remember what's going. It's called Precious Paws or something. Mm-hmm. They took a little like footprint of her thing in clay and like cut a little of her hair off, and then you could put a picture in. Oh my god! And they like, gave us her ashes. So like, oh. it was good. It was really hard to say goodbye because, like you said, that dog was with me through a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Um, it's and that really my dog has seen me a lot of my growth worst. Yeah. and like see me when I was a young kid out yeah. partying all the time right. and then as a 37 year old out partying all the time yeah. Um, but yeah it was it was interesting and so I, I, R.I.P. Cher mm-hmm. but that same day we go into the office later and I was like I have to go to this house I can't just sit here all day I should go to the office which is so I don't know weird mm-hmm. but I could have gone anywhere but I was like I, if it you takes go your to mind work, off of it I have things I can focus on yeah. but I forgot that that day um, we were also giving a champagne toast to my best friend Franklin Warfield who was on our podcast if you remember Franklin mm-hmm. he um, he had all the cooking stuff yes. on Instagram and he was a yeah. casting director yeah well, Franklin threw a nice curveball at us, and he took another job, mm-hmm. and he's moving to Florida. Well, he yeah. moved to Florida. Yeah. He's gone. Um, and that same day, they put my dog down. They gave a toast at work, thanking Franklin, and Franklin gave a speech, and I was just a disaster. Yeah, it's like trauma after trauma. Because I would say, like, Franklin became my friend about the same time I got Cher. Yeah. So, like, 
all this. And I mean, Franklin is literally, there's like three of us that are like best friends mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. one of them. And to mm-hmm. not have him in the city is yeah. already like crushing me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's back next week though. Did you know that? No. Yeah, he's no. in the fucking city next week. Oh, whatever. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, there is so much change happening right now Ugh. for both of us this mm-hmm. summer that I think it's, it's good. So no one's really asked a question this week, but I thought it would be worth it for us. I think we both wanted to talk about it, mm-hmm. get it out of the way. Yeah. Um, and just kind of give you an update on the shit of our summer as well. Yeah. And if you have like a dog that's been part of your life for a long time and they're like starting to deteriorate, like I used to, I asked everybody I knew, how do you know when it's the right time? to put your dog down. And I had even asked my vet because Ginzer wasn't feeling good and he was having like accidents on the floor and stuff. And I took him up there and I said to the vet, I said, I just want you to tell me that it's, it's time and it's the right thing to do. And he's like, well, I can't tell you that you're, you have to make that decision. And I kept asking, like, fuck other, you. I tell know, me. I like, ah! <laughs> and um, I kept asking other people and they, they all said the same thing. They were like, when it's time, you'll know. And I know that is like, sounds like such weird advice, but you will know when the time is right because you will get to the point where you realize that you're keeping your dog alive for your own personal benefit and not theirs. Mm. You know, I just kept looking at him and I was like, he doesn't even know where he is anymore. Like, and even when I picked him up, he just like melted into me. He had like no life left in him. It was just so sad. It was so heartbreaking. And I mean, this dog was there when I brought my kids home from the hospital. Like, I remember him, like, going up and, like, sniffing my son when he was, like, in his little, like, car seat carrier when we brought him home from the hospital. So, like, this dog has been through one, two, three homes. He's lived in, uh, no, four. Four different homes or three different homes, something like that. Like, he's been everywhere with us. So, it's definitely a void when you lose yeah. an animal. That If only they lasted. If only they lived forever. But I think they can't because they give so much love for the time they're here. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not like people. Right. people suck. They really Dogs do. Dogs really don't suck. Animals don't they suck. They really do. We were sitting, <laughs> I will tell you this. We were, my parents came up the weekend after they put her down. They came mm-hmm. up to the city. Or maybe two weekends after. And we... I mean, really, first time we could, like, go out. Because usually Cher would be there. We'd, like, hang out in my apartment mm-hmm. with the dog. Mm-hmm. Well, we, like, went out to lunch. And we're sitting there. And my mom just starts talking about it. And every time my parents talk about it, they just start crying. Oh so there's, we're all just sitting at lunch outside because my dad forgot his fucking vaccination card. So we Damn just sit it! outside. Rob, <laughs> we're sitting outside just bawling on Ninth Avenue. And then we would stand up and walk like 10 feet. My mom would start crying again. Then she starts reading some poem her coworker said her about oh, dogs. I was oh like, stop, no, stop. No. Yeah, so it, it's it's still a process, but. Yeah, um, I miss him. I, miss, I do I miss, miss him so share. much. There's definitely a void in this house without him. Yeah. You know, I'm used to him. Like, I open my front door and then there he'd be with his little do tail Do you hear, wagging. like, phantom sounds of him? I do. Okay, my I dad's convinced caller. the ghost of Sharon's haunting Yeah, I house. hear his little, like, I saved it. He had this little stuffed animal doggy that he had from when he was a puppy. I saved it. I sewed its ears back on, like, three or four times. It had no eyeball. <laughs> and I saved it and I put it in, like, a frame with yeah. his collar on it. But every once in a while, I feel like I still hear, like, the jingle of his little collar. Yeah, they're it's hearing, like, nails on the hardware that yeah yeah I, it's weird my dad apparently like an apple fell off the window or something the other day and they think it was Cher I was like for god's sake she wasn't a cat <laughs> <laughs> not everything is the ghost of my dead dog the ghost of Cher <laughs> she's like oh I mean 
who would have thought that Cher of the actual Palmers would still outlive my dog? Who lived 13 years. Seriously. I know. Yeah. Cher looks great, though. She really does. But it's um, incredible that we had our dogs as long as we did. Yeah. We love them, and we just wanted to give a little shout-out to our little lady and our little guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So write in. Send us your dog pics, even though it'll make us cry. Yeah. But we love dogs. We love dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, glitter, be gay. Glitter, be e- gay at gmail.com. Um, I hope you didn't cry too much on your way to work today. And, yeah. and if you're um, so inclined, you know, share the episode with someone that may have a, might have a dog or is a dog lover or is maybe struggling with their dog. Yeah. It has it in diapers like I did. <laughs> Huggies. No, I actually bought dog diapers, but <laughs> they were fucking expensive too. That's the thing. You're like, well, well, I, I can't like, keep this damn up. Damn it. Oh, this yeah. damn dog of yeah. mine. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all. And also to Franklin who left as well. I guess everyone's just leaving my life right now. Yeah. Amy, are you planning on sticking around? I'm here. I'm here. You're stuck with me, unfortunately. Oh, fuck. You're like a ward on my dick. Yep. <laughs> Bye! A dog has no use for fancy cars or big homes or designer clothes. A waterlogged stick will do just fine. A dog doesn't care if you're rich or poor, clever or dull, smart or dumb. Give him your heart and I'll give you his. How many people can you say that about? How many people can make you feel rare and pure and special? How many people can make you feel extraordinary? <laughs>